0: Welcome. Glad to have you with us. Glad to be with you. In studio this morning, Megan is on board from Black Rifle. They're in Boonville, short ride down the highway, and it's the second exit or the middle exit or however you want to phrase it. (laughs) And uh, Megan has brought in a couple of uh, really neat firearms. Uh, This is a uh, Walther PPK?
1: Yes, it sure is. Hold that
0: up in front of the camera so that people can see what we're uh, talking about here. All steel and uh, there we go. Now you can see it. (laughs) This is neat, because normally you'd have to take a photograph and, and post it, and now uh, yeah. they could just see it live as, as I hold it up in front. Um, it, it is a little challenging. That spring is really tight in there. It's,
1: it's pretty tight, yeah. Um, um, but yeah, that's a little 3.6-inch PPK. It's a 380. If you want to feel like James Bond, that's what you need.
0: It's uh, six in the magazine, one in the chamber, yep. seven all together. Uh, and now i've got a, a admittedly a large hand um, so th- putting that magazine in there just makes it fit. It mm-hmm. just
1: those, those little pinky extensions do just enough
0: to give you a really nice grip. Mm-hmm. It says it's really a, a great it feels like a, just the right size to conceal carry oh yeah uh, without uh, making a lot of uh, uh, you know without a, a a large dent in your clothing. Um, Those
1: have been pretty hard to, to come by for quite a while. And just by chance had one of our distributors call and ask if we wanted to keep those on back orders. And I said, sure, why not? Just make sure it's the 380s, not the 22s. And he ended up being able to get me one by the end of that day.
0: Wow. All right. So there's a little bit of a stage in the trigger, but, um, and I, I really have a hard time with that. A lot of people don't, it doesn't affect them at all. But what's beautiful about this is that when you get to, you know, where the rubber meets the road, it's, it's a distinct difference. It's yep. much easier to stage a firearm like this for a guy like me than, uh, than some others. And it really has a nice, nice pull to it. Um, this is brand new.
1: Brand spanking new.
0: And it's the only one you got. And they're yep. hard to come by. And, uh, how much? Six
1: ninety
0: nine. Six ninety nine. Mm-hmm. This is a gun, this is a firearm that will last a lifetime.
1: Oh, absolutely.
0: This is something you pass on.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, because it's, it's that well made. Um, so if, um, this is, yeah. If you're, if you're interested, this will be at Black Rifle in Boonville. Uh, 10.30-ish. About 10.30. Yeah.
3: Um
0: boy, it is nice. Nice finish, nice grip. Even if you've got a large hand and I do, uh, it works. I imagine if you have a slightly smaller hand, it's even better yet. Oh, yeah. Um, it's kind of for up close. Um, yeah,
1: they're pretty got, pretty small got, sights.
0: It's got sights, but they're not very... Uh, <laughs> distinct. But you know what? When you're pulling it out of a concealed carry, yeah. you don't want a big honking sight sticking up out of there. Uh, so uh, that is really, really neat. You also brought in a long gun. Well, start chatting about that in just a minute. Uh, But we have uh, distribution of murders we want to talk about around the country because there's some really interesting data uh, uh, about where the bad guys are. Uh, Interestingly, and I'll just give you this one tidbit and then we're going to go to a piece from John Stossel. Uh, And this is really hard to believe. This is uh, from the latest data available. Murders in uh, in the United States are concentrated and I didn't realize this, that more than half of the counties in the United States in 2014, which is the latest year we have data for, had zero murders. More than half of the counties in the United States had zero murders. That means the other half have been pretty busy. We'll give you those details in a minute. But first, uh, this is uh, Dr. John Lott, uh, data from Dr. John Lott. It's a John Stossel interview. You've probably
4: heard that America has the most mass shootings in the world. That's often given as a reason for more gun control. But economist John Lott looked into that claim and he says it's a myth based on one bogus study. The United States
0: has the most mass shootings. By far the most public mass shootings.
4: You don't
2: see murder on this kind of scale with this kind of frequency in any other advanced nation on Earth. Where'd that claim come from? Obama and everyone else base it on a study done by University of Alabama professor Adam Langford. University of Alabama professor Adam Langford. This is Adam Langford. I studied 171 countries for more than 40 years, 1966 to 2012. And essentially the answer was, not surprisingly, the United States has by far the most public mass shooters. His claim received coverage in hundreds of news stories, but all these people were misled by Langford. Langford's study claimed that since 1966 there were 90 mass public shooters in the United States, more than any other country. Langford counted 202 shooters in the rest of the world. Langford claimed complete data were available for 171 countries. But how did Langford find every shooting in all these countries, most of which don't speak English? And how did he find all the cases in the years before the Internet? Few governments collect this data. Finding complete data for mass public shootings in just one developing country, say India in the 1970s, would be an incredible feat. Many of these shootings would have been reported only in local outlets in the local language.
1: That shooting at the Sandy Hook Elementary School in Newtown, Connecticut.
2: On the other hand, United States mass public shootings are well documented and hard to miss. If Langford undercounted foreign cases because he missed finding old newspapers or had trouble with language barriers, his paper's entire conclusion that the United States had the most mass public shootings would fall apart. Many journalists and researchers asked Langford for his data. Not only did he refuse to share a list of his cases, or even the number of shootings he found in each country, which are nowhere in his paper, he even refused to share an explanation for how he found those cases. That's academic malpractice. Asked if he used foreign languages to search for these shootings, Langford stated, my data were not limited to English language searches. Asked what languages he used, Langford refused to provide that information. This is all the assistance I can provide at this time, Langford said. Look, I've researched crime for decades, and I've published dozens of peer-reviewed academic articles on the subject. Langford won't even respond to my emails with simple questions. Now, maybe he doesn't want to talk to me because I'm well-known for my research, More Guns, Less Crime. But Langford has refused to share his list of shooters and methods even with strong gun control advocates. This all seemed very suspicious to me. So the think tank that I run, the Crime Prevention Research Center, researched it. Unlike Langford, we took a lot of time to find all the foreign cases we could. We even got translators to identify cases. Using the same definition of mass public shooters Langford used, four more people killed in a public place, not part of some other type of crime, we found that he grossly undercounted foreign attacks. We counted well over 3,000 shooters, at least 15 times more shooters as Lankford claimed. 31% of total shooters, despite the fact that we only have 5% of the world's population. Of the 86 countries where we've identified any mass public shootings occurring, the United States ranks 62nd. Norway, Finland, Switzerland, and Russia are European countries with significantly higher rates of murders from mass public shootings. The explanation is firearm ownership rate. When Langford's data are fixed, there's no relationship between gun ownership rates and mass public shooters. There's a lesson here. Langford's critical but simple error could have been picked up if journalists had only demanded his data and methods before publicizing his study. Journalists should learn to be skeptical. In the meantime, we should all be skeptical of news coverage of studies like this that simply confirm what journalists and people want to hear. Before releasing this
4: video, I also asked Lankford for his data and methods for finding shootings in foreign language media. Lankford would not provide the information.
0: All right, so a lesson to be learned. And I know this happens. You know, Mm -hmm. um, with the old secondhand smoke studies, uh, I was the national spokesperson uh, whose responsibility was to expose how poorly these studies were done. Mm -hmm. Uh, So what would happen is somebody would release a a, a study uh, along the same kinds of lines that uh, Langford did. And the media would cover it like a blanket. And, and then when I would dig into it, we'd find out that there were all kinds of mistakes made. Horrible studies done. It, but once that happens, once that, you know, here's the bad news goes out, nobody covers the mistake. Nope. So, uh, and, and the, the anti-gun people do this all the time. Uh, time and time again. I find out that what appears, you know, and, and I've even had, uh, I, I, remember, I remember having uh, some woman on the show. And she started telling me about how in the state of Missouri, uh, when you didn't have to get, uh, when you had to get permission to buy a firearm mm-hmm. from the state, uh, that it was much better than now. And she had a chart that indicated how the crime rate after the, uh, the change in the law Uh, indicated that crime rate was going up in the state of Missouri. When they made it easier to get a gun, Mm -hmm. the crime rate went up. Well, I found out, and I was stunned. I didn't have an answer for it. But then I discovered that the crime rate was going up before the the change in the law Mm -hmm. at a greater rate, indicating that it was slowing down down when they made it easier to get guns but they she purposely took or somebody handed her information
1: just that section they just
0: showed that one section mm-hmm. so they could lie to us mm-hmm. and it makes me crazy because somebody knows they're lying mm-hmm. and potentially making us all victims yep it's and it's and i've and i said this on the program uh, probably two or three times before i think they're doing it on purpose i think it's part of a push mm-hmm. to keep the american citizens unable to repel uh a, a a recalcitrant and, and uh, tyrannical government because if you're not armed you can't stop the bad guys yep uh it's just it's really disturbing all right uh we've got um, the murder rates in counties across the country and some interesting data uncovered there and from black rifle we have a long rifle that comes with an optic that is really impressive We'll talk about that as well. All coming up on Gary on Guns ninety The Eagle. Hey, welcome. It is uh, twenty six minutes after the hour. Meg is in from Black Rifle. Uh, if you got a question, we've uh, hopefully we got answers. eight seven four ninety three ninety The toll free number eight hundred five two nine five five seven two. With that in mind, let's go grab Earl's call first. Earl, welcome. Glad to have you on Gary on Guns. What can we do for you?
3: Well, good morning, Gary. And I think you're spot on on your analysis of uh, the. Uh, studies because every time you dig into them the situation never gets worse it only shows that they're giving the worst possible scenario and never giving an honest evaluation yeah they're
0: cherry picking their data uh, to make it look like they want it to look but when you don't cherry pick the data it's like holy toledo that's not even close to accurate
3: Well, beyond that, it's consistent because they continually do the same pattern of distortion time after time after time. Yeah. That's not an accident. I mean, scientifically, somebody would get something wrong once in a while, but overall, you'd have an even out that would kind of show the middle, but that never is the case with any of these studies.
0: Yeah, you can't uh, you can't keep uh, cherry-picking data and coming to these bad conclusions repeatedly. At some point, the pattern st- uh, stands out. And then you have to, because you recognize that um, the truth leads to a completely different mindset, you have to wonder why they want the mindset that they want. Why do they want us to believe that having guns available is a bad thing?
3: Uh, well, there's one other side to this, too. The American people can make pretty good decisions, provided they get good data. Right. Yep. And and that's the whole thing. The left does not want the American citizen making good decisions based on honest data, because it won't support anything that they want to do.
0: Well, so now you've got to kind of extrapolate, and that's the point that I'm trying to make here. If they know that what they're saying is wrong and it will lead to increased vulnerability for the average citizen, they must have a reason to want us to be vulnerable. They must have a reason uh, that is driving them to promote these corrupt studies.
1: Keeps us dependent.
3: Okay. Here's your reason. They want subjects, not citizens. An armed man is a citizen. An unarmed man is a subject.
0: Yeah, so... When when the big government guy comes to your door and says, uh, "We've decided that uh, you know we're going to take your land, or you can't build on your land, or we're going to take whatever is yours,"
3: you mean like in Boone County?
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, kind of like that. Uh, you've got no way to resist, and 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 I seriously think that's their goal. Uh, yeah. And what yeah. they do is they ill educate a bunch of, uh, of their minions. Uh, to go out and repeat their, their bad studies and promote them. Uh, in many cases, I think these people are just uh, you know dupes. They don't even know they're being duped.
3: Well, it's another round of uh, <coughs> support for our public education system that is doing a wonderful job of producing exactly that.
0: All right. Earl, thank you for the call. You bet. All right, buddy. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. Uh, let's see. I... Um, it, it, i i just I don't think that everybody who's you know promoting these bad studies is doing it in bad faith
2: no
0: I think uh the people who create them are mm-hmm. and these other people who don't know enough to do more of the research on their own are just out there you know here's what I was told and this this must be right and uh, that's what gets uh, that's what gets them in trouble uh on the studies Gary welcome glad to have you on Gary on guns got one minute
3: Hey, Gary, I'll make it quick. Uh, The thing that gets me is when on the news media, on TV, and so on, when they come in and they always quote studies that show, you know, negative of guns or other things, the reporters that are asking the questions never come back with facts.
0: Yeah, well, they they don't sit there and they take it. They don't do any Uh, research.
3: No. And that's the end. It's just like, uh, how many times have you heard, well, Hillary had a more popular vote. How many times do reporters come back and say, yeah, but Trump won 30 states, Hillary only won 20?
0: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> don't, don't you con- never hear it. Don't confuse them with those kinds of facts. It's just that's not fair. Gary, thank you for the call. Great points made. All right. Uh, in the next segment, we are going to cover the uh, the counties and the murders and the long gun brought in from Black Rifle in Boonville. I'm Gary on Guns, 93.9 Eagle. Hey, welcome. 35 minutes after the hour, Megan is in from Black Rifle, uh, and uh, she brought in a long gun, but I want to talk about uh, CMMG's uh, most, their their latest uh, introduction. Uh, Tell me about it. Uh, You got, got, what, three of them? We got
1: three of them. I don't know how we still have all three, because they've been selling like hotcakes from CMMG. Uh, It's their new 10 mil, so it's going to be their 8-inch pistols. And we have a 200 series, which is kind of the middle of the road as far as features. And then a 300 series that has all ambidextrous controls. It's Cerakoted. And we've got one in black and midnight bronze. They're in 10 per, millimeter. In 10
0: millimeter. <laughs> my, my response was, ooh.
1: With, <laughs> and they come with 30 round mags. And we have additional mags for, I think, 20 bucks. Wow.
0: Oh, yeah. So is anybody else making a magazine that'll fit it or just CMMG?
1: Um, well, CMMG, they're using the SGM brand mags, yeah. um, but I believe they've enhanced the followers on them, and you can use standard Glock magazines as well, but why would you
0: why? do how
1: the 13-rounders, or I think they're 13-round, instead of doing 30s?
0: Yeah, doesn't make any sense to me. Oh, really? how, mu- how much are they going for?
1: Uh, those are, uh, I believe they start at 1300 for what we have in the store.
0: Wow. That really is that's neat uh next time you come in would you if you have any left
3: yeah
0: uh but there's three of them right now yes down there all right you brought in a bolt action rifle let me get this
1: i sure did
0: and i thought this was neat because at this price break i thought that this wouldn't be wood furniture that it would be plastic uh but then i started playing with it and you said no 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 that's real it's
1: actually that's real furniture it's actually a wood stock
0: all right, you want to tell people we're looking. And it comes with the optic. It comes it. with the optic. Nikon.
1: So we're looking at a Savage One Ten, um, and you you do get that Nikon three to nine scope installed from the factory. It's a twenty two inch barrel, thirty eight six. Holds four rounds. Does have the Accu trigger. It's actually a very very well set up rifle, and it's only six fifty.
0: All right. So I started playing with the trigger. Uh when Megan told me that because I looked at the if you can see it, there's this a tag right here,
1: yeah, it actually says that it's a user adjustable AccuTrigger.
0: trigger so I started playing with this trigger, and i don't know why anybody would want to adjust that I mean that is just oh yeah it's perfect it's
1: clean where they have it set um i'd say if you're used to maybe a little bit lighter, a little bit heavier, adjust it, but I think but it's that a, is
0: just perfect
1: good, happy medium
0: yeah um. So, if you're looking for a great rifle, for, you're going to go out hunting this season, this is a great, great deal.
1: Oh, yeah. And we, being that we're, you know, very, very quickly creeping up on deer season, um, I have actually ordered quite a few bolt actions. So, we've got some in out 6 .308, .65 Creedmoor, .243. Um, I, we've got some good selection. We even do have a youth two hundred forty three similar setup to that. That you are getting a Nikon scope on it, and it's under six hundred bucks
0: <laughs> oh, oh man, all right, so if you're looking for a new rifle for your hunting season this is the this is the deal to get uh it'll be a black rifle uh, well, actually, you've already got several down there,
1: oh yeah, yeah, we've got so you
0: don't have to wait for Megan to get down there at you least like eight go knock uh-huh. on the door and get it now, <laughs> uh but it is really, really neat, so um there you go, and again if you're um if you're on Facebook, Gary on guns. Uh, I think, uh, Brian, they can review that video later today, right? Yes, they can. And they'll uh, actually see this thing uh, in greater detail than just one photograph.
1: Yeah, and it is live on our website, and uh, there is the link to all the bolt actions on our Facebook page as well. So that'll be a quick, easy way to find exactly what we're talking about, too.
0: If I could somehow sneak that in under my coat and leave here without <laughs> it, with it, rather, you you wouldn't see it again. It's just a That's little, fair. little too big for that. Uh eight, eight, seven, four, Um three ninety eight hundred five two nine five five seven two I'd heard from John Lott that uh, most of the murders in this country happen in relatively few counties, mm-hmm. but I had no idea just how that that distribution was tilted, uh, but he has uh, a piece that's uh, up and it says the United States can really be divided up into three types of places: places where there are no murders, places there uh, where there are a few murders. And places where murders are very common. Uh, As of 2014, the most recent year that he had data when he put the study together, uh, county-level breakdown, 54% of counties with 11% of the population have absolutely no murders. More than half of the counties in the United States, no murders at all. 69% of counties had no more than one murder. And about 20% of the population. These counties account for only 4% of all the murders in the country. Wow. That is, you know, that makes it pretty safe to live in this country. Yeah. The worst 1% of counties have 19% of the population and 37% of the murders. The worst 2% of counties contain 28% of the population and 51% of the murders. So just think about that. The worst 2% of counties. 2% of counties have 51% of the murders.
1: I wonder how many of those are just out of Cook County.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, well, that's that's probably a big part of it <laughs> uh, in St. Louis County. The worst 5% of counties have 47% of the population and 68% of the murders. So... Uh, you can see this is just a concentration. Mm-hmm. Um, murders uh, actually used to be even more concentrated. From 1977 until 2000, on average, 73% of the counties in any given year had zero murders. Wow. Possibly the change is the result of the opioid epidemic spread uh, to more rural areas. But that isn't a question uh, that that he zeroed in on. His book, uh, More Guns, Less Crime, showed... How dramatically counties within states varied uh, uh, dramatically with respect to murder and other violent crime rates. So now what we've what we've learned is this tiny percent of counties has this huge disproportionate number of murders, and you have to wonder why. Why is it? Is it just the fact that there are so many people? Is there something that that's happening in urban communities that isn't happening in rural communities? Um, and and I don't have an answer for that. I.
1: Yeah, that'd be hard to decide. It'd be hard for. to pinpoint.
0: Yeah. Uh, but there are lots of uh, lots of things the government does that I think lead to an increase in murder. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the and as the libertarian in me is coming out here, predominantly, I think it is the war on drugs.
1: Yeah.
0: I think that um, because the war on drugs makes these uh, pharmaceuticals very very expensive, because you're avoiding law enforcement. You can't exactly shop around. Mm -hmm. Uh, You increase the likelihood that uh, somebody's going to club you over the head to get the money for their fix. Instead of just going to the drugstore and buying what they want and knowing what they're getting. Mm -hmm. uh, The other problem with the drug war that increases violent crime is that if somebody steals your drugs, you can't call the police and say, listen, uh, I think Joe Blow down the street broke into my house or my store and and, and stole my drugs. Because you'd get arrested too. Yeah. So you take the law into your own hands. You and your posse get your mm-hmm. guns and you head over and you have a shootout. Those are called turf wars. And where did we see those kinds of turf wars in our history before? Oh, with a war on alcohol.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, remember Scarface? Yeah, that
0: happens. Yeah. Uh, so those are uh, some of the things that uh, are likely to be a, pa- a reason for the increase. There is another uh, reason too. And I think, again, it goes back to big government, and that is the welfare state. Uh, when you're paying uh, mothers, when the father's not in the house, more money then fathers are not going to be in the house. Mm-hmm. And I think fathers have a terrific influence on children. And uh, all the studies back that up. Yep. Uh, and I've pointed out Daniel Patrick Moynihan, Democrat from New York, said that this would happen as the welfare state proliferates. So the government in these urban areas is the reason, I think, or at least a, a major contributor mm-hmm. for all of this violence.
1: I would agree with that.
0: You're easy to, uh, you know... It's tough to debate with you when you agree with me.
1: Well, you make a good case.
0: Uh, I call me Perry <laughs> Mason of Talk Radio. All right. Megan and I will be back to wrap it up. You're listening to Gary on Guns on 93.9 The Eagles. It is uh, 49 minutes after the hour. Megan is in from Black Rifle. I just got a, uh, an email from uh, John Lott, uh, whose data we just uh, talked about. He apparently was up in Utah, and um, he was uh, testifying about how bad these uh, red flag laws can be. And he said, Republicans seem predisposed to these bills. I was the lead witness. Uh, the hearing provided an example of the damage that uh, these bogus public health studies do. They provide glib talking points for legislators. Well, uh, we've got the audio, but we don't have time to play it. Um, But he is uh, really running around the country trying to expose how bad these red flag laws are. And um, I really wish that Republicans would get on the stick on this. Uh, You know, we're always afraid of Barack Obama. We're always afraid of the Democrats and what they'll do. But the Republicans have done more damage to the Second Mm -hmm. Amendment, from bump stocks to red flag laws, than the Democrats have ever done. Yep. Um, Unfortunately so. A message from Facebook, Michael says, a buddy of mine, let me shoot his forty five seventy. I was hooked. Do you have any of those in stock, and if so, what kind of price? Thanks.
1: Don't have any in the store right now. Um, If you hop on our website, you can actually search and see basically everything that's available for us to order. So if you place an order on our website, it'll basically drop ship to the store. Um, and it's looking like the 4570s that are available right now start at about 700 bucks and go up from there.
0: All right. That's not bad. Yeah. That's not bad at all. Uh, if you've got questions, uh, you can give us a call in the closing minutes of the show, 874-9390 or toll-free, 800-529-5572. A uh, couple of things that I want to cover. One of them is a fundraiser for a friend of ours. A couple of friends of ours, actually.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, so we're doing a benefit for SVK's wife, Cheryl.
0: Well, they don't, it's Scott Van Scott Kirk. Scott Van Kirk, yeah. And his wife, Cheryl.
1: Um, she is a teacher at Prairie Home. Um, she is battling cancer and got a pretty rough diagnosis about a month ago. Um, so we're looking to do anything and everything that we can for them.
0: Uh, this is such a great couple. I, I really, you know, I've been the blessed to make best. some great friends and I would... Count Scott and Cheryl uh, among some of the best.
1: Absolutely,
0: uh, Scott sometimes sits in for me here when I can't make it to the show, and he's a great guest host. Um, he and I have gone to Vegas together for the uh, the gun show, mm-hmm. and uh, it's just been uh, been a lot of uh, a lot of fun to hang around with him. Uh, but his wife is just really special. Cheryl is just really, really. She special. is
1: an angel. Um, so we are doing our benefit. Will be on the second at dogmaster distillery in columbia Uh and uh they are donating actually 10 percent of the entire day's sales back to scott and cheryl while our event is just gonna be from one to four but i do have stuff on the website of raffle items we're gonna be raffling off a cmmg 9mm rifle um Black Rifle is donating a twenty-two suppressor to raffle off. We've got another raffle package on the website of some pretty cool stuff. And then we will have a, we're going to have a wine wall. Um, and we have a lot of silent auction items as well that I actually have listed on 32 auctions, which I have the link to that on our Facebook page. We've got anything from packages from the Range St. Louis, uh, 511, Vortex Optics. We have a gentleman that did some barn doors for us to raffle off. So it's Hoping to be a, a very good event and show Scott and, and Cheryl some love.
0: Yeah, and it's going to be a lot of fun. and You get to hang around with a lot of uh, uh, people who uh, have great heart. Yeah. And uh, I, I'm looking forward to being there. I think I'm supposed to MC the event, so you know you know that it's going to go right down the jumper there.
1: <laughs> Gwen volunteered you for it. So. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes, she did. Oh, boy. Uh boy. All right, so somebody left the door unlocked, and uh, Dale Roberts huh, from the CPOA dry. wandered in. <laughs> Uh, I, I'm not sure. Shouldn't we, Brian? Shouldn't we have some kind of. Um, There's no security in this place.
4: I mean, what the I hell? Think he knows the combos. <laughs> <so> is, <that,
0: laughs>
4: is that what? Not a whole lot I can do. I about just that. wanted to stop by. Uh, as you may recall, CMMG Black Rifle uh, was very generous in supporting the CPOA annual handgun benefit match. And since Megan wasn't there, I brought a t- couple of T-shirts in assorted sizes to make sure she had one. And, oh, and you have one that'll fit a thimble? Because if you do, that's her yeah, size. Yeah, you know, youth
1: size, it's perfect. I, I, yeah,
4: <laughs> I actually do have one small, one medium, and a bunch of extra larges, and those are the only sizes I have. Um, if you got one that'll fit a slip cover for a mattress, that's the one I get. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> um, but we really appreciate the support we got from the folks at CMMG, Black Rifle. And I, never, I haven't had a chance to get over there. And I thought, well, if I sneak by the station, I could hand this off and, and just say again how much we appreciate their support. We well, great. Love, yeah,
1: we love being able to do that.
4: Well, now that you're here, we're going to play some music for you.
0: But first, Uh-oh. we'll tell you where the music came from. Said, so Jill, if there's ever a
3: problem, just walk out on the balcony here, or walk out, put that double barrel shotgun, and fire two blasts outside the house. I promise you, whoever's
2: ever coming in is not going to. You don't need an AR 15. It's harder to aim, it's harder to use, and in fact, you don't need 30 rounds to protect yourself. Buy a shotgun. Buy a shotgun.
0: See, that's, that's. It doesn't really work that way. I think no. if we could just make it a little bit more entertaining, maybe let's try it this way. I have
4: two shotguns. In my home, they're locked in a safe. There's a metal gun case. We live
2: in an area that's wooded, somewhat secluded.
3: And I said, Jill, if there's ever a problem. Just walk out on the balcony and fire two blasts outside the house. Buy shotgun.
1: Buy shotgun. You don't need machine gun. You don't
3: need 30 rounds.
4: Buy shotgun. Buy double belt shotgun. shotgun.
0: Now you don't need a flamethrower. And you don't need a tank. And you, you don't need an AR-15. 15 to 15. Scare those thugs away. No, don't. I need a grenade, man I don't need an F-15. There's
4: just one thing I need to do, and the stay away from me. Fire to yes. buy a buy a shotgun, baby. You don't need me.
3: machine You need
4: buy guns. Buy a All right, does that does that make it any more plausible? Oh, you guys are looking askance at me. That didn't help? Never cease to amaze me what someone around here can put together. Uh-huh. Actually, we didn't put that together. Brian, uh, who was it that... Uh, I'm not sure who put it together, but it, the uh, process
0: is called auto-tuning. Mm-hmm. And it's uh, <laughs> it's done by... We actually have products here that can accomplish that. It's just that nobody really takes... It takes a lot of time to do that. But somebody did, and uh, it still doesn't make it uh, any more believable no. than when, when he did it. It's frightening. Isn't it, though? Isn't it though? Um, all right. Uh, there was something else that I wanted to cover, and I, I, I think we're almost out of time here. What Sorry, I, I, I interrupted your flow. No, that's all right. Uh, you didn't bring any fat pills with you this morning. Either. No, uh, I know better. Yeah, because I'm, I'm passing on those things. Well, I, I, I'm I, almost I, wasting away to humongous here. Yeah. So.
4: <laughs> A recovering anorexic? Yeah.
0: <laughs> that's, been, that's been me. Uh, listen, if you want more details on that fundraiser for Scott and Cheryl Van Kirk, uh, Black Rifle has the uh, the link up on uh, it, it, all that detail is up there. Oh, yeah.
1: Facebook uh, on our page. There's actually a Facebook event for it that has everything.
0: And I mean, some call really, us,
1: email me. We'll get you taken care of. Yeah,
0: some really neat stuff there. Yeah. And uh, there's some things that I'm really, you know, I'm I'm going to bid strong on some of those things. Cause,
1: I had to tell Scott he's not allowed to bid on some stuff.
0: Correct. Because yeah. we got wouldn't, <laughs> wouldn't you know Scott would want to do that?
1: <laughs> well, you know, Scott really is a he likes knives. Yeah. As well. And there are a couple of very, very nice knives that we got donated to us and I had to have that talk with him yesterday that he's not allowed to bid on them.
0: Sit down and tell him no no no. Uh-huh.
1: <laughs> I, however, will probably spend a lot bidding on those.
0: You know what I might do? I might let him pick out something and then uh, you know, I'll throw twenty bucks at it in his name. Yeah. And then I he think can, that counts. then he might, yeah, that'll yeah. be that'll be much better. Um, and I really do want to thank Black Rifle because uh, a lot of charitable events you guys have been involved in over the years that I've uh, that I've known you, uh, and you're always ready there to uh, to help. Uh, and it, it's just it's a terrific community, and you guys are great contributors to it. Thank you. Uh, before we go, uh, very quickly, because you and I were talking earlier about having you in the store. Uh, usually, you walk into a gun store, a bunch of guys uh, standing around. Uh, You walk into Black Rifle, and you might run into Megan. And uh, how long have you been down there now?
1: Six and a half years.
0: Six and a half years. I think that is just a wonderful example to set uh, for other women. I appreciate that. You you wanted to learn. You did learn. You're no different than the guys. Mm -hmm. uh, And you know as much about guns as any guy I know, more than most of us, actually. Uh, And I think it's a great example. Continued success. Dale, thank you for stopping in. Thanks for letting me in. Whatever it is, we'll lock that door next <laughs> week. you choice. Whatever, whatever it is in life that you want, go out and get it. Don't wait for the government to drop it in your lap. You make it happen. You seize the day. Carpe diem. Gwen, baby. Honey, I'm coming home.